Dukes and hobos in the buff And RBs and extra cheese And girls who like it rough These are some things and some stuff Talking cats and yoga mats And shoes attached to springs Taking poops and playing hoops And balls attached to strings This is some stuff and some things This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Welcome to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Yeah. I'm Chewy. <laughs> and I'm Ian. Welcome to episode number 43. 43? 43. 43 episodes ago, yeah, we started this journey together on the road of inappropriate podcasting. Oh, wow. The road of inappropriate This is how I will be doing the podcast from this day forward. What? Why did you switch accents in the middle I don't of that? Because I'm not good at that. Anyway, to do the things. <laughs> so welcome. If this is your first time, uh, just to let Sorry. you guys know. Yeah, we apologize for that. Just to let you know what you expect. You could expect a lot more of that. This isn't a show with segments or stuff. It's just two friends kind of shooting the shit, talking, goofing around. That's what we do. Um, so hey, quit goofing around. And, <laughs> and if you, or as my grandpa used to say, quit donking around. I never understood what donking was. I'm assuming he was donking around. It's, it's probably like, his way of saying like quit jacking it. Yeah, essentially. That's what quit I was jacking it. You're, You're wasting the hot around. water. Stop dunking around. I remember my great grandfather, by the way, when I was a kid. I don't know how this came up, but the word, the masturbation like conversation oh, came up. And he was like, What's the point? You're fucking anyone anyway. I stopped doing it years ago. I'm like, <laughs> like when I like, like I'm like, how old were you? He's like, I don't know, sixteen. I just kind of didn't see the point. I'm like, okay, well, I, yeah. I, I, he is ashamed of me now. <laughs> Sheer amount of times I <laughs> wait, <laughs> like his his um his reasoning was, if you're not sticking your dick in another person, there's no point doing it at uh, all. I, 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 that was his argument. Yeah, you're not oh, fucking wow. anyone anyway. Oh. Right. You could save all that good old American cum for fucking, is what he sa- he seemed to say. S- save all that good old American cum for fucking. There's a war on. <laughs> you gotta buy war bonds and save your cum for the ladies back home. Save scrap cum. <laughs> you have Rosie. You have you have like a Rosie the Riveter. Like we type. can do it with a big old cockater. <laughs> no, no, not. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. I was just thinking with a with a little sample going door to door. <laughs> so you says, went more clean. I went with like the foul. foul do one. your part, <laughs> Uncle Sam with the poster. I want you, you. to come in this cup. <laughs> well, I want you to come for this man's army. So that was a preview of what you're gonna get. And all you returning sat cats, welcome back. Um, before we start the show, though, uh, and I have come for this man's army. I have a I have a bit of a doozy of a show plan. I told Chewy today that I had a doozy of a show plan, and he was super excited. He's like, I'm like, I have something planned for you. Uh, not since uh, Coldcast 2013, which is still available. The stuff and things, <laughs> yeah. uh, bandcamp, not bandcamp.com. Uh, it's a pay what you want, but it, the suggested retail price is the price of uh, $2.99. Yeah. $2. It's $3. quite the bargain. Quite the bargain. So, I if mean, you just want, look at and if, you, the, if you're a completist, you yeah. need to have everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's that one piece. Uh, you probably have some of those times we've released shows where there's been like edits or bad things in yeah. them, like where they haven't been edited right, and you're like, oh, I'm going to keep this forever. Yeah, exactly. Out, but fuck. I, I just did it the other week with the show, and, and it took me four yeah. days before somebody's like, hey, so this is bad. I'm like, what? And I went back and fixed it. Oh, yeah. I won't say which episode or which show. 
but I fixed it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I don't know why we're talking about that. Anyway, let's get to the real business. So there are some ways, though, if you do like what we do here, to reach out and contact us. Um, the first way is actually we have a website, stuffandthingspodcast.com. Uh, you can actually, all the things I'm about to tell you that you can do, you can do there. Or if you want to reach out to the entire network, uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. We're part of the podcast network that we also co-founded. Um, there's a few other shows there you can check out as well. Um, you can, Speaking of yeah. which, yes. special announcement. Here oh, okay. I'd like to make um, no hard date yet, but soon. Okay. Very, very soon, there will be a fourth show <gasps> on the Stuff and Things Podcast no. Network. Yes. Um, it will be titled Eyes in the Dark, and it is myself and Evan and our friend James as we- Who doesn't uh, have a very unique voice, according to that. Yeah, he's just James. Uh, <laughs> he's a doctor of horror. He has no mannerisms that we can parody. <laughs> um, <laughs> not yet, as a little. not not yet. We'll, we'll we'll think of something. We'll get there. But uh, eyes in the in the dark. We uh, we take a look at some horror horror movies, some amazing horror movies, some horrible horror movies, and uh, we dissect the shit out of them. You know, so we we jack the ripper these motherfucking movies apart yeah. um you know in a good way and in bad ways sometimes but it's it's fun if you love horror movies if you love stuff like that you know check that out that will be up soon yes um so that is the new announcement um so of course that let's count them off there's four shows of course the original stuff and things we have four color commentary our show about comic books comes out every other wednesday we have super action bros the show about action movies that comes out every single saturday and now coming soon TBD, yeah, but Eyes in the Dark, a horror movie podcast. Pretty sure that's going to be Monday nights, because what's more horrifying than Mondays? Yeah, right? Oh, my God. Or not Monday nights, which is Mondays in general. Yeah, Mondays in general. Um, So- I uh, fucking hate Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) I just came here to tell you that I fucking hate Mondays. Um, So- uh, we also uh, are reachable via the emails. Um, you can reach us via email uh, at uh, stuffandthingspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's stuff and things. A N D, no apostrophe. Because that, that's not accurate for that. Yeah. Apostrophes uh, can die. You can also reach out to us on the Twitter, or Twitter as it's otherwise known in the English language. Uh, you can reach out to the show at Twitter at, and this man's army. Yep. <laughs> at at Sat Podcast. That's S A T Podcast, like satellite. Like satellites in the sky. Yeah. I don't know if I did that one already. Oh, well. Like, you remember <laughs> like you remember that uh, POD song? Yeah. Satellite. Or that Guster song? You're my satellite. That's a good song. Like, uh, it's a good song. Um, and I don't know. Um, but that's how you can reach us on Twitter. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually on Twitter. For Ian, it's at Irich. That's I-R-I-T-C-H. And for Chewy, it's at Chupacabra. That's C-H-E-W. P-A-C-A-B-R-A. Perfect. So, one more way you can reach out to us is via Facebook. We do a Facebook page. Uh, I believe it's um, facebook.com slash stuffandthingspodcast or satpodcast or something like that or stuffandthingspod. Just search stuff ampersand things on Facebook. You'll find it pretty easy. And you can give us a big old thumbs up and a like and uh, show your friends. Share it on your Facebook walls. Tell people about us if you like us. So Point us out like a satellite <laughs> in the sky. So, Chewy, I'm going to give you a chance if you have anything important to talk about this episode before i just sit back and entertain your ass for the next hour well or so however long this takes well i mean 
we always like to kind of do some personal stuff too. Sure. Um, so we were at, uh, you know, traditional, some sort of fast food, fat kid meal. Like we do. We record in and out this time. Yes. So, you know, the tastiest of tastes. And you don't live you, in California. Yeah, Sorry. If, well, not even California. If you don't live west of the Mississippi. That's true. Uh, um, boy, we're looking at you. Um, boy. boy, if you fly out here in an airplane by yourself like a big boy to we, go meet 26 and 27-year-old men, respectively. Uh, <laughs> Chris Hansen, I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking No, boy, this. don't do that. That's messed up. Um, I was going to say we'd buy you in and out, but you, don't, we don't, you can't sleep anywhere near where we live. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you happen to come out with your family family or parent or guardian and stayed with them the entire time under and they were and they and they and they were also to supervise you on the field trip that we, with us we would buy you would gladly you buy you and them some in and out sure okay please have a small family my, our bank accounts are low podcasting yeah. is not a multi-million dollar business i'm looking at you chris hardwick um <laughs> yeah my i had I have family in uh new york and when they came out um one of them i mean well my my aunt you know she's um She's been over here like a lot and stuff like that. So she's been in and out. And uh, her her husband, my my I guess my uncle, married into the family. Um, he he does a lot of traveling, but it's a lot of business stuff, and it's a little bit more like he goes to sit down restaurants and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, but he came out here and uh, this uh, this last year. And we took him to in and out, and he was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> He's like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> anyway. Um, so we're at In and Out, and uh, we're like, okay, cool. We're just eating there, and the, like this giant group of like high school kids come in. Ugh. Yeah, they're being super loud or whatever. <clears throat> but we got to talking. Uh, we got to talking about like high school and stuff like that. I yeah. forgot what exactly got us on that um, superhero questions. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Should we recently well, went on trivia night two two nights and two weeks in a row? Yeah, yeah. at a local uh, and tavern. We're we're just talking and stuff like that. And um, right when these kids were kind of coming in, you know, they they gave us a question. It was like, oh, uh, we have a comic book question, and it was a super easy question. Right. So then Ian jumped into a story uh, about his high school. And no, it was in, it was a mid, it was a middle school. Oh, middle I had school, a, I had a math test, and the extra credit question was, what is Superman's real name? And of course, everyone wrote down Clark Kent. Because I'm a comic book nerd, I wrote down Cal L, and I was the only one who got the extra credit point. Yeah. And I was all proud of myself. And everyone else thought I was just a fucking dweeb. <laughs> but he went on to say about how, like, that teacher was was the, f- <coughs> the first to tell him about, like, Green Lantern. Yeah, well, about. we talked about, like, I'm like, what is Green Lantern? He's like, you ever heard of Green Lantern? I'm like, I've heard the name, but what is it? Yeah. And he's like, he went on to explain a lot of comic books. Like, we talked about, like, Lord of the Rings. And he's a pretty he's a pretty cool dad. guy. I wouldn't say, like, well, we were best friends. No, yeah. but who you talk about? Like, I'd, I'd show up to class a little early and be like, hey, so what other comic characters do yeah. you like? Are you like, did you see Lord of the Rings? You look like, you like, you like, you like, you like, you And then, um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, but, um, I, that reminded me of uh, a teacher I had in, in high school, um, my sophomore year, and I remember I was like sitting there. We weren't supposed to have, like, um, you know, that was like right. It, it might have been like right, God, right before the iPod came out, or like right after, <coughs> or right after um, the iPod came out. So like, not a lot of people had them. So you know, we're still using Walkmans and stuff like that. For those of you don't that don't know, a Walkman was a portable CD player that would barely fit in your pocket, and they called that pocket-sized. 
it like <laughs> stretched your pockets out and stuff like that. But I was sitting there listening to it before class, and he did that move where like they kind of sneak up on you, and you don't notice because you don't hear them walk up. And then he's just like, "Hey, what are you listening?" And I'm like, "Oh, uh, I take my headphones off." And you know, he's like, "Hey, so uh, what do you, what are you listening to there?" I was like, "Oh, it's just um, sorry, I'll put it away." He's like, "No, what, what are you listening to?" It's like, this is a band called um, Iron Iron Maiden, sir, <laughs> S- sir, and he's just like. Oh, cool! Fire up the irons, and I'm like, "The fuck are you trying to do right now?" And who, who the fuck do you think you are? So I guess he he caught that I was thinking that because he's like, "Oh yeah, like I I used to listen to like Iron Maiden like all the time." I was like a kid, like I love. Him. I was like, "All right." So I decided, me being who I am, I'm like, "Let's test this guy." So I'm like, "What's your favorite Iron Maiden song?" And he named, like, I can't remember which song it was, but it was something that wasn't, like, one of their main hits that, like, everyone knows. So I was like, all right, his story checks out. <laughs> but, um, so we would talk, like, Iron Maiden and stuff like that. And then um, I forgot what the actual assignment was, um, but it was something, like, we had to bring in, like, um, a piece of poetry or a favorite piece of poetry or something like that. And, like, we had to read it in front of the class and, like, explain, like, why or, like, something like that. So... I remember I got up in front of the class. It's my turn to read. I'm like, all right. Hallowed be thy name by Iron Maiden. So I read I read the lyrics to Hallowed Be Thy Name. <laughs> that was your poem? Yeah. And um I guess it counts lyrics. And everyone everyone was like, Wait, like is that a song or something like that? And I'm like, Yeah, and they're like, Well, no, but you can't pick a song and I was like, It's poetry. He's just, they just sing it. They perform this poetry. And then like, he's like, well, you know, he's got a point. It's not like traditional poetry that you would just read in a book. You know, it's a performance piece, but you know, that's what Shakespeare was. You know, Shakespeare would be performed and stuff like that. (laughs) And, um, he's like, and they're like, well, well, like what, you know, themes are there in that? Like, it's just a song. And that's when I was like. Yeah, it's just the song. What fucking themes are in there? Fucking, that's where I wanted to go into face punching mode. <laughs> and, to prove uh, your point, you know, in the academic sense, by punching as many faces as you possibly could. Exactly, right? Exactly. Uh, face puncher, as <laughs> it were. Uh, my next poem is titled Face Puncher. <laughs> just punching faces. Um, it's a haiku. Yeah. <laughs> um, There you go. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Face puncher. Um, but um, if you got that joke, that's probably the most highbrow joke you're going to hear tonight. Exactly. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I remember kind of, I, I, I like, I like, that hurt my stuttered. Wrist. Or not stuttered, but I like stalled. I was like, um, uh, like I did that, but it wasn't because I didn't know how to answer it because I'm like, oh, well, I, you, you got me. It was more of like, how the fuck do you respond to a stupid statement, statement like, that. like music? It's just music. There's no theme. There's no poetry in that. Right. So, you know, he kind of jumped in. He's like, well, no, because it explores the themes of this and this and this. And it explores like the human sight and like stuff like that. And um, right there, I was like, all right, he's got my back. <laughs> but um, <laughs> speaking of professors having people's backs. So um, that, that was like a good experience that like in, in high school and stuff like that. There were many not so good experiences, luckily, not experienced by me. But there was this um, thing at our high school, um, and Adam can attest to this. 
along with a few other alum. Um, but the band division, the band teacher, instructor, whatever, mm-hmm. in uh, the four years that I was there, we had three different band teachers. Okay. And they all cycled out for the same reason. They couldn't not touch bandos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And I mean, here's the other thing, too. I'm not Ooh. saying like it's right or anything like that, but apparently none of it seemed to be like, no, Mr. So and so, don't touch me. It seemed to be like, hey, Mr. So and so, what are you doing here by yourself late? You know, you sort need to of watch stuff. the movie Election. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Reese Witherspoon, I will say this, and this is not a, a statement I make often or ever, really. Reese Witherspoon is really good. In that movie, what about without her spoon? <laughs> yeah, but that was uh, a little snapshot of my high school. I'm sure there. I'm sure it'll come up throughout the the years and 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 to come and all that sort of Lord. stuff. Yeah. Well, Chewie, are you but ready? That was my heavy metal poetry. So I'm gonna. Uh, so are you ready for this? Okay. Are y'all ready for this? Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Yes. So we begin. The episode that I've planned out. So we begin our planned evening by an email from our one of our listeners. Okay. Uh, this is a uh, and and this is a um, a ad for a house. Um, now uh, I'm going to go ahead and Chewie will be seeing these one at a time. I'm gonna I'm gonna do okay. something a little different than I normally do. Normally I just read them to him, yeah. but a lot of these stories have visual elements. Okay. Um, to them, as so I'll tell you where I found this. This is an ad on the website Zillow. Okay. So if you're curious, you want to look at it yourself, you can look it up. I'm going to go ahead and send a copy of this to Chewy right now. So <clears throat> so this is Zillow, which is a website where you can use to sell houses and things okay. like that. So you can see if you look at the, if you tap on the photos, you can see, <laughs> you know, the, so you see more of the photos. Take a look at the house. Take a look at the photos. Okay. You always scroll through the photos. Yeah. Just take a quick look. Just take a quick look. So, I mean, do me a quick favor. Just kind of peruse the page. Um not, I mean, just uh, pretend you were surfing on the internet and you just kind of saw this house. You want to peruse the page, look at like how much it costs, that sort of stuff. Just the basics. Okay. Just peruse it, and I want you to tell me if you see anything odd. Just kind of peruse it quickly. Read maybe the yeah, the, I'm, the I'm first perusing. sentence or two. Just just let me know. If I'm looking through the pictures. You told me to look through the pictures. Yeah, I know. I'm just telling you to take a look. Take a look at the whole page. Four bedroom, two and a half bath. Year built in 1901, old fucking house, and I looked at the pictures. Looks nice, okay. Pennsylvania. Take a look a little further down. Take a look at the um. Take a look at the the, the cost for it. And now, of course, this house is no longer on the market. Um, it says yeah. here. Well, you can take a look at the this cooling, this parking off the street. It has mm. a partial basement, an attic. It tells you the uh, the the estimate and the rent estimate a month for this house. Okay, um, so hundred, which is fifteen fifty a month. Can you imagine that for four bedrooms? How cheap that would be. It's not bad, dude. That's not bad at all. So, so let me ask you. Basically, after you peruse this, anything out of the ordinary that you find? <clears throat> okay, I'll tell you my impressions. I have not looked into this, but being just logically, because this is how my brain works, being that it is so, so cheap for such a big house, and it was built in 1901, my guess is that it's haunted. So, but, but looking at the article, you don't see anything out of the ordinary that leads oh. you to believe that. Uh, no, right? I haven't read the description yet. Let's okay. See I, do, go ahead. Let and me read, read you yeah, the description. Read. Built in 1901, this Victorian home in the Hollywood section oh, of shit, Dunmore. There's a lot of a lot more articles yes. here. Okay. Uh, Hollywood section of Dunmore features 
1,850 square foot of living space with an additional 1,350 square foot of partially finished space. Original hardwood floors throughout the entire home. Four bedrooms, 2.5 baths, off-street parking, freshly painted. New molding throughout entire first floor. Slightly haunted. Slightly haunted. In the description. They're trying to sell this house. Yes. Slightly haunted. Nothing serious, though. Examples. The sound of phantom footsteps. A strange knocking sound followed by a very quiet... Hardly noticeable, even in parentheses, scream, <laughs> scream. at three thirteen a.m. Oh, no. May- maybe once a week, twice tops. Oh my god! And the occasional ghastly visage lurking behind you in the bathroom mirror. Oh. Even still, this occurs very rarely and only in the second floor bathroom. <laughs> First floor features, and then it goes on oh just to list god. the rest of the features of the house. Nothing else about ghosts except for that few sentences right there off the top. Oh my Can God. you imagine? You're just like, okay. let's say this is why it's important to read the fine print. Yes. <laughs> Here, okay, here's what I'll say. Kudos to the people who listed this for being up front and stating. Did you know? I, I don't know which states exactly, but in some states. You have to just state. You have to declare uh, if a death has occurred in on the property within. Pennsylvania, a, so we can find out that yeah, a while later. Look with, that up. Let within, us know a certain, within a certain amount of time of you living there. Um so, I don't know the exact, but like in some of them, it's like, oh, if a death on the property has occurred within the last, let's just say, uh, 20 years, they have to um, not answer the question, but they have to come forth with that information before it's asked. Yeah. Um, or if a murder has taken place there. Or if a murder, in some cases, in some cases, they have to declare ahead of time if it's believed to be haunted. So, in, in some states, they're like, you don't have to tell if, if it's haunted or not, but if a death occurred on the property, you have to like tell them that. That's kind of the like, <coughs> I think skeptical way of being like that way. You know, in case they want to know if it's haunted or whatever. Yeah. You know, fucking believers and shit. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, in some places, straight up, like if you think it's haunted, you it's illegal to not like inform the the potential buyer of that. So they have to disclose. Yeah, this may be haunted, but um, in some states, there's no requirement at all, you know. Um, so kudos to them for just being like, hey, so might be haunted. How I feel like it's going to be followed by a big however. <laughs> no, but however, you yeah. undersold the shit of it. You know, it's yeah. just a hardly exactly. even audible scream at 313 well, exactly once, <coughs> maybe twice a week. <coughs> Here's it's the like, thing. <laughs> I've never kudos. heard someone t- talk so nonchalantly about being haunted before. K- kudos for them being like, not just, oh, it may be haunted, like being like, examples, this, this, this. This is the shit I've noticed. But like, how, it's just so, like you said, like, uh, hardly, barely audible even. Uh, scream. Soft sell. At 3.13 a.m. A.m. And that's like, it's so close to the fucking witching hour. It is the witching hour, isn't it? Well, 3 o'clock, but it's like 3.15. Anytime within that hour is the witching hour. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. It's witching hour. Hour. That's true. Okay, so that was actually sent to us by one of our listeners. That's Um, fucking insane. Yeah, it was sent to us by... our very loyal listener, uh, Christy, uh, who who loves us, but she wrote that I didn't want to spoil the email, but she said, not sure if you guys have seen this or if it's even a legitimate posting, but I thought it would fit right in with episode 42, which is what we talked about last time. So yeah. Spooky stuff. Um, yeah. She said, check out the link and make sure you read the whole description. Now, when I first saw this, I, I was just like, this seems pretty normal. What did, are you talking you, about? did you look at the pictures? Is there anything in the pictures? No, there's nothing in the photos. Oh the only reason I did that is just to, to, to take you off the scent. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. That's uh, that's frightening. I've always... It's a Victorian place. And it, I'm right. like... Dude, I fucking love Victorian houses. Like, they mm-hmm. just look awesome and shit. But I'm like, I can never... That's why, like, it, Old Town, like, here, I would love to live in Old Town just because the, the way the neighborhood is is set up and, like, you know, the buildings and, like, the history and stuff like that. But then I'd always be like, holy shit, there's a fucking ghost here, isn't there? This place has to be haunted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So continuing with our theme. Okay. I found another article from okay. roadtrippers.com, which is quickly becoming my favorite website. Wait, that, was, that was the only thing that you had That was the only thing from Zillow. It's the only thing from Zillow. Yes. So that's all I got on that. So that have was sent ever, to us by a listener. So I thought that was only appropriate to to thank them and, and, and yeah. listen to the show because it was pretty funny. Dude, <laughs> have you ever like been to a place like checking it out to like live there or whatever like because you you've like moved out before or shit like that i'm still a fucking child so uh-huh. i haven't done that just yet but i only did soon. it at apartment complexes did not really at like a house but i know i never really felt anything if that's what you're asking well i was just like or has a woman like someone died here not that not, not that i've ever heard i remember one time when uh, a while ago we were helping my one grandma um she was moving um out of like she was living with family and then like she was just going to go live by herself. And so we found this little apartment complex in Old Town, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's right by the fire station in Old uh-huh, Town uh-huh. On, on Grand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, a very small apartment complex. I think they maybe had 20 apartments there. And it was like a two-story thing. So it's like half of them were on the bottom, half of them were on the top. And it wasn't like a senior community, but like everyone that lived there was like old. Right. You know? And... Um, so uh, we're checking out this one apartment, and it was like, God, what was it? Um, I remember checking it out. We're like, okay, cool. It seems nice. You know, it's close to the circle. You know, it's close to, like, family, so we can go, like, visit. She can come right. visit us. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, all that stuff, right? And um, they're like, oh, so, like, why do these people, like, move? Or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, it was two brothers that, like, lived here. You know, uh, you know, they were, like, old guys or whatever. But I guess they, like, just had two, like single beds in the bedroom or whatever mm-hmm. you know they're just like we're brothers and we're old we're gonna live together relive our <laughs> oh that's kind of yeah. cute though isn't it exactly. like they're like we grew up this way and that's yeah. how we're gonna relive out the rest of our days how sweet is that and then we're, we're like oh okay and like yeah it was a really sweet like pair of brothers that like lived here they're like oh okay they just move away he's like well so and so did um he did that shortly after his brother died uh he had a heart attack and he died right there she pointed on the ground it was like the threshold <laughs> of like the bedroom to like the the living room or whatever oh shit and then this is my grandma's reaction oh okay so what's the size of like this or what, you know <laughs> you're like yeah we're like we need to look someplace else <laughs> we're like um <laughs> And I think my dad was even like later. And my dad's like, he's borderline skeptic. He's like, if I don't see it, he's not like, it doesn't exist. But he's just like, I think it's possible that things can exist. But like, just because like. Just because I don't see you searching for <laughs> sex doesn't mean that you didn't do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he'll, just, he'll be like, you know, like, oh, just because like I'm by myself in the house and then I like if if I saw someone walking around or if I heard footsteps, I wouldn't think it was a ghost. Like, what else would it be? He's like, I don't know. I would just think it's just noises. And I'm like Supernatural. And huh? I'm, yeah. <laughs> 
ghostly, huh? Oh, it's G's not there yet. Spirits, huh? <laughs> oh, he passed S-E. <laughs> Ghost sex, huh? What? I didn't search that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was even like, are you sure, mom? Do you want to? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. Um, she's my grandma. Oh, man. I, I have half a mind to just like. Hijack this episode. <laughs> to, no, to just interview her about her experiences and then just like um like dub it or something like that you know or, or, or something like that like put up a video and have it have like subtitles because mm-hmm. basically from when she was a little girl she's like claimed to have seen felt and experienced like you know paranormal stuff and a lot i'm not gonna lie Probably half, if not more than half of the stuff that she says. I'm like, okay, grandma, that's not. Yeah. Mm, come on. Maybe, you know, maybe not. N- not even. Just stuff like, uh, no, that's not anything, grandma. Come on. You know. Um, but then there's some where I'm like, uh, holy shit. Either <laughs> you are like, you've experienced some crazy ass shit and somehow. Or you dreamed this and <laughs> thought it was real. <laughs> and somehow you haven't gone insane. Or you dreamed this and thought it was real and somehow haven't gone insane. Or you're like the best damn storyteller ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll have to, I'll, I'll see. Maybe maybe that'll be a Halloween thing. <laughs> okay. So um, the next article I have, I'll read you the title and then I will send it to you. Title of the article is from roadtrippers.com. I wish coincidentally the last three articles that I have all share that theme. They're all from oh, the same website, all okay. from roadtrippers.com. Uh, the name of this article. Three meet- articles. Fuck. Yep. All right. They're, they're good though. Meet the Summerwind Mansion, Wisconsin's most haunted house. Oh, God. Now, the purpose of me sending this to you is for one reason only, so you can see the look of this place. Oh, God. This is going to be a haunted-looking motherfucker. Oh, it's a haunted-looking <coughs> motherfucker. There's no doubt. Oh, God. <laughs> just scroll through the article and look at the pictures uh, real quick. Just look. Oh, shit. All right. Let's, let's read the story of the Summerwind okay. Mansion, shall well, we? Let me put it this way. Hearing that title, okay, and being like, I'm gonna send you this because you need to see the pictures of it. And I'm being like, oh man, it's gonna be some like really haunted looking motherfucker. What I saw is the equivalent of being like, hey, you're going to jail, and your and your cellmate's name is Tyrone. This second one like freaks me out. Look at it. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna eat you. Yeah, it looks like a fucking monster. Like, but, look at you can see the eyes. Yep. You can see the fucking teeth right there. And even if you're looking at it from here, like let's say that in second floor is the eyes, not the roof. Ugh. Like it fucking looks like it's going to hurt it you. Does. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's like being like, hey, not only are you going to jail, but you're gonna have a cellmate. His name <laughs> is Tyrone, Tyrone, and here's a picture of his penis. <laughs> you're gonna oh, get to know it really fuck. well. <laughs> you're gonna get to know it really well. You're like, oh man, he's gonna have a big black dick, isn't he? Here's a picture. Oh, God, look at that veiny motherfucker. No, look at that big veiny bastard. Um, okay, so let's Is talk that about- like old dirty bastard? <laughs> big veiny bastard? Yes. Maybe I like... Speaking of things that are that are dark and dead, let's talk about... I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to cut that. No, that was... <laughs> Come on, dude. All right. Um, ODB would <laughs> want you to keep it. Okay. Um, so let me... Let's talk about... <laughs> Chewie just did the peace thing to this guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With a terrifying history of dark apparitions, disappearing corpses, attempted suicides, and demonic possessions, the infamous Summerwind Mansion is easily one of the most haunted places in Wisconsin, and for good reason. <coughs> Originally renovated in 1916 by U.S. Secretary of Commerce Robert Lamont, the Summerwind, a.k.a. Lamont Mansion, was rumored to be haunted before anyone had the chance to live in it. 
During okay. the 15 years that the Lamont family resided <coughs> at the Summerwind Mansion, they experienced a vast array of strange and unexplainable things. But the incident that finally drove the family from their home occurred in the mid-1930s. One evening when the family was dining, the door to the basement door, or door to the basement flew open unexpectedly and the apparition of a man materialized out of thin air. Okay. Lamont grabbed his pistol and shot twice, sending the spirit back into the cellar. Afterwards, the family abandoned their mansion and it sat empty until the 1970s. The bullet holes remained visible for many years oh, afterwards. So wait, when was it? That was in the 30s? Yes. Holy shit. Yep. Okay. So it stayed in the mid-30s. So that means it stayed vacant. Yeah, till the 70s. For like 40 years. Almost 40 years. Yes. So they just never tried to sell it? Well, like, Fuck it. Just run. They just ran then. and just didn't like. Nope, we're not like it. we gotta sell fuck it. Fuck that. Fuck that. Because they were said. they were well off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't need to be like, oh, we need to sell it and move somewhere else. Nope. They were just like, fuck it, just leave it there. Yeah. So what what happened? Did it like so, change so possession? So in the early nineteen seventies, Arnold and Ginger Hinshaw bought the Summerwind and began renovations to turn the mansion into their dream home. As you might have predicted, their dreams were quickly dashed <laughs> by the paranormal. Renovators would leave partway through projects claiming they would not work in a house where so many bizarre things continued to happen. There were so many reports of electrical problems, disappearing tools, and windows opening and closing by themselves that the family could hardly keep track. Abandoned by their crew, the Hinshaws had to take renovations into their own hands. One night, while painting a closet, get ready for this shit, Arnold removed a dresser drawer and found a hidden crawl space, too large to fit inside. He sent in Mary, the youngest daughter, to investigate. There's since been plenty of speculation about what happened next, but according to Mary, she found the remains of a human skull and a handful of black hair. What the fuck? Right? Hold on. Like like a skeleton hand or like a hand hand? A handful. Like a handful. Like like a handful. Like like you could grip. A measurement. But that's so fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um... (laughs) The family didn't <coughs> report the incident to the police, however, and years later, when authorities decided to investigate the space, the skull had mysteriously disappeared. Oh, God. Over the six months the Hinshaws lived in the house, they began uh, they began behaving strangely, Arnold particularly. He began staying up late into the night, playing the Hammond organ, so, which, he, which, he was, uh, which he explained was to keep the demon of the house at bay. So, okay. So they finished the renovations. Uh, yeah. After having seen that, and just being like, instead of being like, "Oh man, fuck," they're just like, "All right, well, it's just normal. We'll just mm-hmm. skirt, skirt it, and, and we'll get it done." <coughs> <coughs> so, um, so he plays the organ to mm-hmm. keep the demon at bay. Correct. So basically, at that point, he's like, "There's a demon here, but we'll be fine as long as I play some show tunes." <laughs> Apparently, the demon likes the organ, like spookiest instrument he likes light my fire. No day destroys the night. Lightning finds the day. Try to run, try to hide. There's a skull on the other side. There's a skull on the other side. There's a skull to the other side. Yeah. So, continuing on. Um. So, um, let's see. Uh, oh, the Look mansion the was again in. abandoned shortly afterwards. Okay. One last attempt at renovating the house was made in the 1980s, and yet again, the strangeness began scaring away any help that homeowners could wrangle. Many people reported seeing random furniture appearing in pictures, room dimensions suddenly Wait, changing. What the fuck? Hold on. Room dimensions suddenly like, changing. Like, like being like, oh, that wall, like maybe like, okay, it's over there. 
I turn around to say something to you. I turn back and it's changed or in the pictures it changes. Yeah, I, I, it just has room dimension changing. So let's say you measure your room and you go back in there and it's like two feet bigger or two feet smaller. Ugh. Yeah, terrifying, isn't it? Well, and then this also, is, and I think this, I'm not sure if this is exactly it, but this may be one, I don't know, if, I can't speak for certain. I'm, I'm just yeah, gonna close yeah. blindly. There's that book, House of Leaves, that I've been telling you to read. This yeah. may be like the house that it was based off of, oh, slightly at least. I don't know. This and sounds then, a lot like that book. Because in that book, <laughs> shit like that happens. Yeah. And in the pictures, random furniture would appear. So they'd be random like, furniture. Here's, here's a picture of an empty room, and like, mm-hmm. and then the developed picture. There's I guess like a so. couch or some shit. Room dimension suddenly changing, and even dark shadows in full view of people. Oh, no. Finally, in the summer of 1988, the year I was born, coincidentally, the house was struck by lightning, and much of it burned to the ground. So God smote that bitch. <laughs> yeah, he smote it good. I'm sorry, Thor smote that bitch. Yes, he's like, I'm getting a beta ray bill job. <laughs> <laughs> Just Mjolnir this bitch. Since then, many curious legend seekers and paranormal investigators have visited the remains of the house. And according to those who have made the trek through the woods, the ghosts of Summerwind Mansion are still up to their old tricks. Oh, God. Uh, you can visit at your own risk the Summerwind property. As, uh, Summerwind is on private property, um, so you can actually visit this. That's why the roadtrippers.com talks about it. All the places we're talking about, you can go visit, but do visit at your own risk because thank God this bitch burned to the ground because then you can see at the very bottom there what's left of it and you can kind of make out what it is, but that shit is terrifying. Thank God that bitch burned to the ground. (coughs) I mean, like, it it, it gives me the fucking willies looking at this damn thing. And I'm not easily frightened. Just to look at the fucking pictures through your iPad, it's like. I'm not even there. I'm nowhere near Wisconsin. You're nowhere and I'm ne- fucking going to be haunted by the ghost of the summer wind tonight when I go home. Exactly. And you're going to be like in like a condo style town home. Like, also to my special lady friend, I apologize because her fucking imagination goes crazy with shit like this. Like anything slightly scary, her brain just suddenly imagines it's real. So please, hopefully, I will warn you ahead of time. Listen to this episode in broad daylight. <laughs> Outside, in a happy sunlit air. Go to a I park. Like, I like <laughs> how you're you're saying that uh, after we've already read two. I'm gonna stories. warn her ahead of time before she listens. Um, so moving on though, moving on though. Uh, before we, uh, ah, dude, that's oh, man. Okay, the the question, the question at hand is sure. Would you visit that place? Yes, absolutely. Oh, no. See, for me, that's a no. It's too haunted. In the middle of the day? In the middle of the, I don't care, dude. Those fucking ghosts will be like, hey, look at that motherfucker. I wonder if Ghost Adventures has ever gone there. We should look into that. Uh, probably not. I don't think he's, they've gone there because I haven't seen it. But no, no. I mean, right now, it's it's like nothing. There's nothing there. But there's but they're in the woods, is I what mean, they're saying. It's in, the, it's in the woods. But they're saying the ghosts are still haunting that area. Well, in yeah, the woods. yeah. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, they don't do too many outdoor investigations just because it's kind of a, a bitch to do with sound right, and all that right. shit but they did go to those woods in like Romania mm-hmm. that was freaky that's fucking creepy know? as shit but um yeah dude like it's it's this I don't know how to explain it dude we're definitely gonna have to tweet oh man I gotta you know what one of these days I'm gonna tweet everything that I said I was gonna tweet <laughs> one giant tweet well no like I said it's on roadtrippers.com I gave you the name of the article it's pretty easy to search I found it pretty relatively quickly um, yeah so, yeah, read at your yeah, own risk. For, for, Look at that picture and be fucking horrified. For me, it would be too haunted. Especially Halloween comes more than once a year on stuff and things. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Okay, seeing ghosts or whatever, scary. Mm-hmm. Okay, hearing the footsteps and voices and stuff, scary. But it's like, it, it's stuff that you're like, okay, it could just be there, you know? Mm-hmm. 
there's nothing, for lack of better words, I mean, that for those of you who haven't heard this before, the idea is that there's two types, two major types of hauntings. Mm. There's residual and intelligent. Residual is essentially like something stuck in a loop that plays itself over and over again, and you catch pieces of it, um, and it doesn't interact with you. You don't interact with it. Any interaction is just coincidental or whatever. But uh, that's where sometimes people say, like, if you only hear, like, footsteps, you know, and it doesn't seem to interact with anything, or, you know, where they're like, every night... Uh, you know a specific uh, time this like the thing with the screen yeah you know some people say that's something playing itself over and over again or whatever um so that would be residual and intelligent would be something that interacts with you or or interacts with the environment it's not just playing itself over and over again so this sounds more intelligent but Mm. not just intelligent because i'm like okay a ghost would be like it's gonna show up it's going to try to get your attention. It might interact with you, like open doors and stuff, you know, to get uh, noticed. But this, whatever this is on this property physically changes the dimensions of rooms. Like, I, like how that, I like how you and I are so similar because no, that's because the it, line that terrified me more than anything. Like, you know, listen, finding a skull, terrifying. Yes. Ghosts coming from the basement, horrifying. Yes. Physically changing the environment because that's not that to me. That's some fucking overlook hotel shit. Like it's not the fucking. It's not just a fucking ghost that lives there. The fucking property, the house is haunted as shit. Exactly. That's like it's physically changing its layout. Right. It's not what if if a piece of furniture were to move. Right. I mean that would be terrifying because that means there's a lot of force behind it. But the fact that like the wall is two foot closer than it was a moment ago. The room is. I'm gonna let you borrow a, House of Leaves and make you read thinner. it. You will be House of Leaves will fuck your shit up. I want you to read that book so badly because you will understand the terror. I wish there was. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is, I can't. You can't find it. There's no digital copy of it. So, Dan- Mr. Daniel Luski, if you're listening to this, please. <laughs> I like please. how our, our our delusions of grandeur. Um, as to who listens to our if podcast. somebody knows him please have him put out a digital copy of this because it would be great and because it's a it's a pretty thick book but man is that book effective it's scaring the shit and the great thing about it is you can't listen to it it's one of those books you have to read because of the way the book is formatted there are points where it'll be like there'll be one word on a page Ugh. because it like it'll get small and like the way it's like re- it's it's yeah. fucking creepy even reading the book is a creepy experience it's yeah, so good right. though um so yeah so i i wouldn't because i'm like there's no Something more than just a ghost there. Sure. If it is a ghost, it's a fucking powerful ghost. Well, moving forward to some place you might go. Okay. Um, another another location on roadtrippers.com, of course. So you can kind of <laughs> get the hint these are all location-based. Uh, before I send you this, I'm going to go ahead and read you the title. Yeah. Mis- the Mysterious Moving Mannequins of John Lawson House. Okay, mannequins, you've piqued my interest here. because Get ready to be <sighs> fucking even more terrified. Yeah. Because I found this article on Tumblr, and then under it was like, nope, fuck that shit. Okay. Like a thousand comments. Yeah. And so I looked up the original article, which is the same thing that was in there, and just get the fuck ready for this, because okay. it will fucking rock you to your core. Just to uh, throw this out there, mannequins might play a role in that new podcast I was talking about <laughs> at some point. So uh, stay tuned for that if you like mannequin fear. Now look down. Look down at your iPad. Oh. <laughs> 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 I 
Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Shit, dude, this is not The cool. mysterious moving mannequins of John Lawson oh, House. They fucking, oh, the John Lawson House might be the creepiest house in America. <sighs> what the fuck? No one knows who lives there, aside from a number of mannequins with a habit of changing clothing and moving on their own during okay, the hold, night. Hold. <coughs> okay. Is there a person that lives there? I'm, based on what they're seeing here, they can't. No one lives there except for these mannequins. Well, okay, but somebody might own the property. I don't know. Let me read the whole okay, article. Okay, and then okay. We'll discuss these questions. All right. So, <coughs> so they move on their internet. Their gestures pointing point towards an unsolved riddle, a story that unravels every day, regardless of when uh, whether anyone is there to see it. Like a performance art piece. Many people believe the secret to the dolls lies in the history of the house and property. During a two-week uh, two cold wave in the winter of 1871, a train crashed 200 feet from the house, killing 22 people on impact. Oftentimes, the dolls are found pointing towards the area of the crash site. Other times, they're discovered with their heads looking towards the only other historical house left of the street, which has sat abandoned for many years. The house itself was built in 1845 and is one of the only surviving buildings left after a massive fire destroyed nearly all the property on the block. Curiously, the dolls are regularly found holding strange objects, which change places as frequently as they do. Books, empty bird cages, towels, brushes, and overflowing cups of potpourri have all been photographed by curious passersby, tucked into plastic cans or perched in laps. Sometimes at night, a faint light can be seen in the kitchen, shining through the dark drapes that conceal the inside of the house from curious eyes. Though the dolls have been known to disappear from the porch on rainy days, there's no sign that they will be disappearing for any good any time soon. It's clear that whoever owns them has a story to tell, and that story is far from being finished. What do you think the dolls are trying to say? I don't know, dude. Okay. Look how terrifying these things look. It's scary, but here's the thing. Okay, mannequins that move on their own. Terrifying. But if that's the case, set up a camera across the way and just wait. And you'll see them move on their own. And then it's like, holy shit, they're moving on their own, right? But maybe they'll move every day. But, well, this is like over, but and that's the thing. You'd have to just set that up and they'll either never move again mm-hmm. or you'll see them move on their own. So I feel like someone's behind this. Sure, but it's still fucking terrifying. Who that, You can't that, see the inside of the house. Makes it more terrifying. The fact that there's someone just being like, I need, I need to move these. Not even that. It's like, I need, I need people to know. But not uh, tell you. Now, kids, if that didn't give you fucking chills. <laughs> Stop doing the creepy guy voice. Don't do mannequin man. No mannequin man voice. It's creepy. What's mannequin man? The voice you just did. It's creepy. Mannequin man? Oh, my God. He's fucking terrifying. I was going to say, my name is Mannequin Mike. No, Mannequin Mike's not as terrifying as... I'm Mannequin Man. Uh, no, 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 he's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> don't, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking what? dare pretend there's somebody behind me. Don't I'm you not. fucking dare. I'm not. Do Mannequin Man. I'm just going to stare with dead eyes past you. No, please stop doing Mannequin Man. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to turn around right now. Mannequin Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, I may even have... that shit's too fucking creepy the, for me. What the fuck? What the fu- this isn't fucking Tales from the Crypt. This is Marvel Comics. This shit is fucked up. Get the, get the fuck away from me, mannequin <laughs> man. Spidey, help. <laughs> I made you. Put, put, show him your dick. <laughs> he doesn't like dicks. He likes mannequins. Oh, man. Dude, that's pretty... Ter- okay, did you know this... I'm glad that you kind of brought this up because... um. 
can't remember exactly where it is. I'm going to do a little bit of research here while I'm talking to you. But um, there is a, um, it's funny, actually, due to something else, another project, one of my tabs uh, in my iPad was Mannequin Symbolism. Um, Anyways, just a little insight as to the things that I Google. Um, So... So right now I'm on thisiscolossal.com and I saw this video, I can't remember where, but I saw this video and I was like, that's so fucking bizarre. Um, I mean, I guess it's less creepy in the sense that we know exactly who's up to this and shit like that, but it's, it's just a bizarre uh, concept. The title of this article is Valley of the Dolls, a bizarre town in Japan where an artist is replacing departed residents with life-size dolls. I saw this too, but I didn't read it. Oh my God. Did you watch the video? No. So I'll start by saying this. It's just a lady. It's a lady, for lack of better words, she's a midwife, or not a midwife, like a middle-aged housewife by herself with nothing to do. So um, I'll, I'll go ahead and read the article here. Um, and there's pictures here. You can kind of see some of them if you'd like to take a look. Mm-hmm. No, I saw them already. I looked yeah. at those. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, there's some that are creepy. Some of them not so creepy. This is one of those things you might never believe if someone told you. And yet, even when faced with the evidence in photos, video, or Google Maps, I guess you can find it in Google Maps, you find yourself questioning reality. And maybe shaking off a serious case of the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Nagoro, a small village tucked into the valleys of Shikoku, Japan. A place where the old residents are being replaced by life-size dolls. The work is part of a project by longtime resident and artist uh, Ayano Tsukimi, who returned to the village after an 11-year absence to discover many of her old neighbors and friends had left for larger cities or simply passed away. The town itself is dying with a dwindling population of about 35 people. Oh, jeez. While gardening one day, uh, Tsukumi constructed a scarecrow in the image of her father and was suddenly struck by an idea to replace other friends and family members with similar dolls. Aww. Over 350 dolls, and 10 years later, her work continues. She places each doll in a place that she feels is important to the memory of that person. So strolling through the town, you, m- you might just discover these inanimate memorials working in the fields, fishing in rivers, or passing the time in their chairs along the road. So there, there is this video, um, Berlin-based filmmaker Fritz Schumann, uh, who recently visited... Um, and he shot a little short uh, documentary about it. It's like a six-minute documentary, so maybe I'll have to post a link to that. But mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of sweet, but it's also kind of like you're just walking through a town filled with like dolls. So that's if you've got a doll thing, that's kind of freaky. <sighs> and some of them look a little bit more scarecrowy, so it's not like a big deal. But some of them have a little bit more detail and look a little bit more like fucked up people. And like she'll go into like the old school, like there's no kids there anymore. So there's no school. So she like put like kids in the school and like a teacher there. And like she talks in the video. I don't know how many seconds before she starts murdering people. She talks in the video. She seems very well put together. She doesn't seem to be crazy. She's just like, yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, otherwise, like the town is just going to be empty. Um, 
but at the same time, it's just, uh, it's kind of weird. But um, it, the story you were telling me about the mannequins, the moving mannequins, that reminds me of uh, Robert the Doll. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We're saving that. Oh, Kids, okay. don't Google search Robert the Doll because Robert the Doll <laughs> has terrified me for years. And we will talk about Ooh, Robert okay. on the Halloween episode this year. So right. spoilers. I right. know it's only May. <laughs> Wait till fucking October because I've been saving Robert the Doll like for a to, long time. We like time. to think ahead and plan big. Oh, yes. Um, but speaking of one more thing about the mannequins before we move forward. Yeah. This is the Google Maps view of mannequins, the mannequin house. Okay. What do you notice in this picture? Here, let me see. Let me zoom in for you. Oh, well, you can't really zoom in. Here, here, what what do you notice about the picture of the house in this in this picture? There are no mannequins anywhere on the property. Right. Okay. Now, one might argue, oh, yeah. they just weren't out that day. Uh-huh. Some might also argue that they knew Google was coming. Oh fuck! And they moved because they didn't want. They didn't want to bring any attention. Or the person, the mannequin man, who were not, whose voice Dude. we're not oh, going to man. do again. All right, just one more time. One more but time. Here, here's, man. here's the thing. Like, okay. Let's say, yeah, there's totally a dude behind all this, and he's like, oh, I'm going to fuck with people, you know, and shit like that. Great. Fine and dandy. Good job. Good on you, man. But how the fuck does he know that Google is coming I to take know. pictures? That's the bigger question, right? Oh, man. <laughs> he's just, like, sitting there. He, I imagine him sitting alone <clears throat> in his, like, house. Surrounded only by mannequins, not like surrounded, but like throughout his house, like sitting, standing, like at the sink or whatever. And he's just sitting there in a chair. And he's he's just looking dead, like dead straight, like at nothing. Might as well be a TV with the screen off. And he just goes like this: "The Google is coming." I imagine more like this. I'm gonna do it creepier. He just looks there, and that's how he is every day. And this is what he says: He just looks at the wall and goes, "What a lovely party." <laughs> Does that not give you the fucking yes. heebie-jeebies? He's just there. He's just like, "What a lovely party!" <sighs> and, then, and then he it says nothing else. That's it. Says nothing else. But he puts a pause there, as if the mannequins are talking to him. And he looks over. He looks over at one of them. He looks over at one of them. Looks at another one, and then he just says, "It's gonna be a cold one today. You might want to stay inside. Besides." You don't want them to see you. Uh, uh, oh, God. All right. So I have one more article from Roadtrippers.com. This one's a little bit on the lighter side, but it's still scary. But it's not as frightening. This comes from Harvard. The title of this article, Harvard discovers three of its library books are bound in human flesh. Oh, nice. <laughs> so metal. Harvard just gained so many metal points right yep, now. It's All true. Right. So <clears throat> let's read the article here. There's the something Necronomicon. The ne- <laughs> there's something undeniably creepy about big, expansive libraries. Yeah, the hushed whispers, the almost artificial quiet, and the smell of dusty tomes combine to create a surreal experience. But when it comes to creepy libraries, Harvard University might take the cake. Yeah. You see, at least two of its books are bound in human skin. That's awesome. A few years ago, three separate books were discovered in Harvard's main library that had particularly strange-looking leather covers on them. Yeah. Upon further inspection, it was discovered that the smooth binding was actually human flesh. In one case, skin allegedly harvested from a man who was flayed alive. Shit. Yep, definitely the creepiest library ever. 
How do they know it was done when he was alive? As it turns out, the practice of using human skin to bind books was actually pretty popular during the 17th century. <laughs> it's referred to as anthropodermic bibliopegia. Okay. I did that right. And proved pretty, com- uh, and proved pretty common when it came to anatomical textbooks. Medical professionals would often use the flesh of cadavers they're dissecting during their research. Waste not, what not, I suppose. <laughs> Harvard's creepy books deal with Roman poetry, French philosophy, and... Um, treatise. Uh, oh, to, um, and I don't know how to say that word. That's weird. And a treatise on. Uh, I'll go with that. Uh, medieval Spanish law for which the previously mentioned flayed skin was supposedly used. The book. Oh, this is going to be funny. It's all in Latin. Uh, Praticarum quaestinarum circum leges regi. Uh, le- leges regias. We'll go with. Thanks, Ron Perlman. Yeah, I did the best I can. Uh, has a very interesting has a very interesting inscription inside, as the Harvard Crimson reports. This is the inscription inside the book. The book's seven hundred ninety fourth and final page includes an inscription in purple cursive. The binding of this book, all, by the way, binding book spelled with an e, mm. is all the remains of my dear friend Jonas Wright, who was flayed alive by the Wavuma on the fourth day of August, sixteen thirty two. What King Mimbessa did not did give me the book. It being one of poor Jonas's chief possessions, together with ample of his skin to bind it. Requisant in peace. So, Wav- rest in peace. Wavuma? Yeah. So, uh, from what I'm understanding here, it looks like like a chief of some sort of tribe skin flayed this man alive, and they used his skin to bind the book that was his favorite. Years later, the infinite flayed skin book has garnered so much attention on campus that Harvard went ahead and had the thing tested, concluding it was likely a morbid 17th century joke. Despite the creepy description inscription, their tests showed that the book's cover was actually made of a mixture of cattle and pig collagen. Two gen- hey, two genuine flesh books out of three ain't bad. So two of them are yeah. genuine flesh books made out of human flesh. According to director of uh, University Libraries, Sidney Verba, uh, in 50, uh, 53, there was almost certainly more of the human flesh books out there. Yeah. But while it's possible to touch the two identified skin books in Harvard's rare book room, the librarians aren't exactly fond of all the attention they've received lately, including a few tepid responses to the, this very post. In <laughs> fact, they've made it a point to downplay <coughs> their ownership of the real flesh books in favor of reminding the media that one of them is fake. Nice try. <laughs> so if you decide to head to the Harvard, Harvard and check out the books for yourself, do us a favor. Just don't read them out loud. We all know how that oh, ends. Oh, man. <laughs> Kanda. I, I, I like I like how they say like you know they're they're not uh, they don't like the growing popularity like I don't like those books they're getting too popular like the other day I tried to call it and then I know I know that it got my call because it rang twice and then went to voicemail it's like what's so important book that you can't take my call right now <laughs> books and popularity so content. yeah so we could go to Harvard Dude. and touch skin books yes touch hi. real life necromo- necronomicons hi yes um uh yes the Harvard uh, uh, library, how are you doing today, m- madam? Um, I-, I would like um, w- one skin book, please. Okay, you're going to want to talk to our new employee. We just hired this gentleman. Uh, Mike, can you come over here? Hi. Hi, man. I like mannequins. <laughs> no, no, not even, not even. He's, he's, he downplays the shit yeah, out of it. He's, he's just he's... like, hello. Hello. Uh, hi, um, are you Mike? That's what they call me. Okay. Um. I wanted to check out those rare books, the ones that are b- b- bound in skin. Certainly. 
<laughs> she pauses like one second too long. Mm, like Mike, before every answer. Uh, Mike is his real name. I'll give yeah. you that. But he's known, he's known as Michael. Yeah, Michael. Michael. Never mind Mike. Michael. Always what's his, Michael. What's his, what's his full name? It's got to be like Michael. Michael. What was the name of the house? The John what? He's like a... He's like a... Uh, oh, I don't know. What's, what's a middle name for a creepy guy that plays with mannequins? James. Michael. <laughs> Michael James. What was the name of the house? The... Uh, Oh, we'll name it after, but his middle name isn't James. The name of the owner of the house is John Lawson. So he's Michael John Lawson. Michael Jonathan Lawson. MJL. <laughs> like oh, JGL, man. but MJL is creepy. He's like my, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan's. He's the one playing with the mannequins. <laughs> He's doing the jump man. <coughs> they're not pointing, they're doing the jump man. <laughs> well, I don't know if people are talking about That's my newest superhero, <laughs> Mannequin Jump Man. Oh, God. Oh, Stan. <laughs> they come to life and they slam junk on the non believers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi, um, yes, can I get a skin book, please? Um, just, we should take a trip there to Harvard and just show up and be like, be total like gawkers and stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, so this is this is Harvard, huh? All right, P- pretty big library here. Uh, got any? Say, you wouldn't happen to uh, you wouldn't happen to know of any place I could find some skin books around here, would you? S- you know, skin books. You know, books. Skin M- made of skin. <laughs> made of skin. Skin on the outside. Book on the inside. Skin book, etc. Et yeah. <clears throat> I like how we're like like creeping slow slower. I can't talk like. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna stop trying to talk there, <laughs> um, dude. That would you would you want to go like hold that? Book? Oh hell yeah! That that's it's not haunted. I mean, <laughs> well, but what what if though? I, I would want to visit all three of these places. I would not visit the dimension shifting. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's but God smote that bitch. <sighs> but then it's still the or evil four. is still there. The it's evil. in the woods. We'll go during the day and we'll uh, go with more people. But then it's not the just going to be you and I. No, then the woods will shift when we're in them. And no. We'll no, we'll Hansel and Gretel it. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to move it in here. It's going to go in a circle. Well, you read. Do you need to Dr. Sleep? You should check out Dr. Sleep. Uh, it, might end, it might end near a place that you're very familiar with in the first book. Uh, or on the property of a very familiar place. Good. That was a good drink. Well, well, if you haven't pissed your pants already and turned us off and are crying, weeping in a corner because you've gone insane, Chewy, you have survived the spooky episode <laughs> of episode forty-three. To remind you that we're going to die one day. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I dude. don't know either. But remember, no matter where you live, whether it be a haunted house that's full of dimension-changing ghosts, you know, your room, you measure it, and then you buy a key to furniture, you get back there, and you're like, fuck, it doesn't fit anymore. And then you go back and get to the store <laughs> and get a new one, and it still doesn't fit. Or you live at a house where mannequins are, uh, you know, prevalent, sitting on the front porch, scaring the shit out of all your neighbors and pointing to the only other abandoned house in the area. Or you have a whole library full of books covered in skin. Remember, it's a crazy world out there. But someone's got to live in it. <laughs> I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Cromdar. Keep that face, or else it might end up on a book in Harvard. This is stuff. This is stuff. This is stuff. And things. 
This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.